paid 260 euros for a pair of Crocs, man. Those shoes pretty much broke my foot. It's only going downhill from here. What up, guys? This is Josh. And this is Fobbs. And this is the Kickback Pod. And we are back. Yet another episode, another fire episode of the Kickback Pod. We got a good episode for you today. I'm here, JD, with my man, Fobbs. Uh, what's good with you, Fobbs? Tell, tell the people how you've been. Oh, man, I've been... Uh... I've been busy at work, but I've also been busy grinding out on that uh, Formula One on PS5. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I got the game, um, what was it, like late last week? I think it was like Thursday or Friday. And I already completed the story mode, like the, what's it called? The breaking yeah, point works. thing, um, which like you do two seasons as like two different characters in a fictional game. And I've started my own career now as well. Um, Wait, which team did you select? So I, I selected a Formula 2 team. So I'm going to do a Formula 2 season first. And then based on my performance there, I get signed to the big leagues. Uh, I'm super excited. Like, I think I played seven hours straight on Sunday. I was just like sitting there just in front of the TV, just mesmerized. Such a good game. So anyone who has a PlayStation, has like gaming, whatever, get yourself F121. Great game. Are there any F1 fans, listeners? Let us know. Let us know. Uh, drop a DM. Tell us your favorite teams. I'm a huge F1 fan myself. Love that game. I've been addicted to it as well. Um, and I don't know. If, have you been following F1 this season, man? It's it's probably yeah. like the craziest season in the history I'm, of F1. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Was there a race this past weekend? I don't think so. Not, right? not this weekend. The yeah. last one was two weeks ago, Turkey. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I like I'll check Reddit sometimes and I'll see the memes as well. And every time I see a funny meme, I'm like, oh shit, like what happened? I need to find out. Um, but it's also it's super tight at the top, right? Like it's neck it's and neck. Six I think, point six right, point. Verstappen is 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 ahead by six points. Exactly. Yeah, which is nothing. That's that's like one race basically. Right. You could swing in one race, and considering that Verstappen and Hamilton have both, you know, had a couple crashes, had a little bit of close calls, you know, there's there's definitely some uh, some beef. At the top of the grid, for sure. Yeah. What, so what team are you on, though? Like, what? Like, who? Who would you be? Or dude, like- I, 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 I'm a big Lando Norris fan. I, okay. Mainly, mainly because I just like the guy. He seems like a cool guy. You know, I've, I've watched interviews of him. He seems like a funny guy. And of course, like, I'm a major like Sebastian Vettel fan. He, he's Legend. just like, if I could pick one celebrity person to like just hang out with for a day. It would probably be him. He he just seems like a hilarious guy. He keeps it real too, right? Like yeah, like yeah. in the press conferences and stuff. He always just like speaks out about issues and and is just like generally, I think, a decent dude. Also off the off the grid. And he's got this very dry, sarcastic, very typical like German sense of humor, <laughs> which, which I find hilarious. Uh, yeah. yeah. So so he he's a cool guy. But but yeah, also with me, uh, similar kind of story. Like I've actually, you might hear it in my voice. Uh, I've been pretty sick actually over the last week. Uh, I caught like the weirdest illness, weirdest uh, like this season's flu virus is really strange because I was in bed basically for two days with the worst headaches I think I've ever had. Like it was really bad. And uh, I had I got tested wherever like I don't have COVID, thankfully, but it was a pretty bad virus. And yeah, so pretty much this whole week, I've just been on my PlayStation as well, just basically playing FIFA. So nice. I haven't played FIFA in like maybe six years. So <laughs> I start, 
I started off at like beginner level at the beginning of the week and moved my way up four levels to professional. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty damn good at professional now too. So I might move up to world-class by, by tomorrow, but yeah, I've just been, I've, I've been playing like five hours a day basically on FIFA. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, man, pretty, same with me. I've just been on, on the video games lately. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's the perfect time for it too. I think the last couple of weeks have been pretty shitty weather too. I mean today was nice, but uh, in general, when the weather's terrible and, and you're oh, yeah. sick anyway, you know, there's I think there's only one thing that or you either do Netflix or or you play PlayStation, right? And, and Netflix is boring anyways, man. So yeah, I've, I've just been on the on, on the PlayStation. Speaking of FIFA, by the way, uh, we are recording this. You guys obviously can't tell listening to the pod, but we're recording this pod a little bit earlier in the day than we normally do because our friend Fabian here had a request. He was like, yo, Josh, can we record the pod earlier today? Because I really want to watch the Man U game at nine. So, <laughs> And then I checked the schedule today and I'm like, bro, there isn't a Man U game today. It's tomorrow. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I think that just speaks to how uh, how you know much has been on my plate the last couple of weeks with work and everything, and then you know been focused on my F one career, my side hustle. Um, I, yeah, I definitely I thought that we were playing um, in the Champions League tonight. Uh, turns out it's tomorrow, so we could have we could have recorded this a little later, but um, still appreciate you for making time a little bit earlier. <laughs> Dude, speaking of uh, speaking of menu, how do you? How do you feel knowing that Newcastle has five times as much money as you? I think it's, I mean, it doesn't make me feel bad about United. It just makes me feel bad about the current state of, of finances in football, right? Like how fucked up is it that a autocratic regime like Saudi Arabia can buy a club, pump it full of money. I mean, they haven't done that yet, but they will. And just sports wash the shit out of their image, you know. And I, I know that without getting too political here, <laughs> other clubs have done it too. Um, yeah, I just I, I think it's a little disgusting as well. I, I saw a pie chart the other day, and it was like the wealth of each club, right, as like a section of the pie chart. And Newcastle <laughs> had like I think Newcastle alone had. 66 or 70 percent of the entire wealth in the premier league and that's considering (laughs) you have chelsea with abramovich who's a billionaire you've got man city who are infinitely wealthy you've got man united who are just like a self-sustained marketing machine and still with those three with all other clubs don't even make up like a third of the wealth compared to compared to um uh newcastle it's abs like it's <laughs> mind-blowingly like you can't even comprehend how much money they have it's insane New- newcastle right now looking at man city and chelsea thinking oh look at these peasants <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i'm 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 not happy about it but it's just the way i guess football has been moving the last few decades it's i wish that you know the money would come from cleaner sources uh if if there had to be so much money pumped into the into the um industry or into the league but uh yeah it's difficult i'm just gonna leave it at that i think (laughs) yeah i i I thought it was pretty funny how a lot of newcastle fans showed up to the stadium with the with the with the headscarf like uh, dressed like a saudi businessman (laughs) i i I thought that was hilarious oh my god 
Oh, but yeah, I mean, they they're, they're generally pretty happy because they've they've had a bad owner for a while, and now they have like a bad owner in terms of not buying any players, and now they have an owner who is probably going to try and buy every single player under the sun. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, let's let's move into. Uh, well, first of all, let's tell the tell the fans what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, this episode is going to focus on on hype. All right, like what is hype? Is hype even real? Is hype something that only exists on the internet is it's or is it is it actually real is it a thing so or, or is it something that's just manufactured something that can be purchased uh we'll we'll get into that a little bit but before we do that uh let's of course start off as usual latest pickups i have a lot of latest pickups the first one though is not even a sneaker my oh. biggest pickup this week easily i got the new macbook well not the new macbook not the one that just got announced but I got a MacBook Air, finally upgraded my MacBook after eight years with my MacBook Pro that I had in 2013 or 2014. Uh, so it was about time I upgraded. I got the MacBook Air immediately yesterday, got about 20 DMs from people saying, bro, you stupid. Do you know they're going to announce a new Mac today, bro? Like, re- return that. Get your money back, bro. Like, <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, I, I I knew that there was going to be an event. Okay, guys, I, I, I'm not stupid. And uh, I read about all the rumors and everything. And it was rumored that there would be a new MacBook Pro at this event and not a new MacBook Air. So that's why I went ahead and bought the one I wanted anyways. I got the Air. Uh, so far, so good. Very happy with it. Uh, it's super lightweight. It's got Touch ID, which I love. I love how oh, I could just... That's next level. It's so it. good. That's the best, man. That's the. It's best. literally the best thing about the 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 new MacBooks. Like my my work computer, I have the Touch ID. My personal one, I don't. And if I had to just pick one feature to put onto my MacBook Pro, it's the Touch ID. It's so good. Yeah, it's it, it's amazing. That that's that's been like the biggest game changer for me so far. I am kind of pissed about the fact that there's literally no ports on this thing. There's no SD card slots or whatever. So I had to go buy an extension. But besides that. Very happy with the Mac. Uh, moving on to sneakers, however, probably the biggest sneaker that I picked up, or at least in terms of hype, is the Pata Air Max Ones. So I was actually able to get these from the Pata website itself the day of the release. Uh, somehow managed to defeat the bots and single-handedly with my own fingers, uh, I was able to cop cop it manually it took about 25 minutes to actually check out it was a it was it was a ridiculous ridiculous experience so just waiting waiting and waiting in the queue and finally managed to check out i got my size i did the review uh shout out to everyone who watched it um yeah very very impressed with that pair very uh i'm not gonna say it's like super innovative but um it's it's it looks really nice it's a very subtle change and it makes all the difference looks really really nice in hand super nice quality as well um yeah a lot of people messaging me saying it's sneaker of the year i think if uh if you're an amrax fan i totally understand why you would think that if you're someone who's been collecting air max ones for a long time this is obviously like a big deal i don't know about sneaker of the year and for me because it it's 95 percent a regular amrax one there's just a different mudguard on it so I don't know about sneaker of the year. I need a little bit more than that to call something sneaker of the year. So uh, I'm not going to call it that, but it's a really, really nice pair. 
And to my understanding, Fabian, you got you lucked out on the sneakers app. You also managed to cop a pair. Yeah, my microphone is sitting on the uh, Pata box right now. Ah, uh, okay. Um, yeah, I the, the, the quote-unquote special box that wasn't so special because everyone got that box. Yeah, I, I don't know. Did all retailers have this box? Or yeah, yeah, every single retailer had the box. Even even StockX was confused. StockX had two. Uh, versions of the shoe on their website it said one had special box one didn't mm-hmm. but it turned out every single pair had that box however only the pairs from the pata website came with the bracelet but wait yours came with the bracelet too right yeah wait, so sneaker, wait what sneakers app <laughs> okay so i'm confused now so so why does because StockX still has like two different versions there's a with bracelet and without bracelet but it looks maybe, like everyone maybe, got the bracelet. Maybe Nike sneakers and Pata had the bracelet and all other retailers didn't have the bracelet. That could also be it. Um, I, I honestly don't know. Maybe it was just like, yeah, no idea. But to the shoe, I really like the shoe. The box is cool. The bracelet is cool. Like I'm definitely going to wear the bracelet as well. Um, and yeah, not, not quite shoe of the year, but definitely Air Max of the year for me. And just in terms of like, and we've, you know, we spoke about this previously, but just in terms of the significance of this collaboration in, you know, for my forecast for next year, but also just in terms of Pata being an Air Max collaborator, Air Max One collaborator specifically, I think it's a, it's a neat little project and, and uh, I'm a big fan of it as well. And also the videos and everything is really cool too. Yeah. I love the videos, the, mar- the marketing behind it. I think Steve McQueen, who's like one of the most notable directors in Hollywood. He was behind, uh, he was directing uh, most of those videos and yeah, really, really well done there. Yeah. Uh, as far as other pickups, so I also got the uh, Sakai and Clocked, uh, the Waffle Racer, the second one, the second triple collab between uh, those two and Nike. Uh, this is the gray colorway, which was based on the original Kiss of Death 2 from Clot. Um, yeah, this one too, I, I did review it. I think it's a pretty clean colorway. Not a big fan of these triple collabs. However, I don't like that Sakai. I mentioned this in my video as well. I don't like that Sakai is currently allowing the waffle racer to be sort of like a Nike ID. Uh, basically like anyone can just come and like throw their colorway on it. Uh, cause to me, like that's a silhouette that is unique to them, unique to Sakai. Their design team came up with it. And I think that they should have kind of held on to it and just put their colorways on it. I don't like personally that so many other designers are throwing colorways on there. That's just my opinion, though. I know a lot of people don't even care. But yeah, this was a pretty decent colorway, pretty clean colorway. I don't know if I'm going to actually keep my pair. But yeah, I managed to get that from the sneakers app. Uh, And you actually got those two, right? No, I had the orange ones. Um, All right. Which uh, I, I actually also got on the sneakers app, which was like a very unexpected win. So I got, I think, two of the last two pairs that I've tried to get on the sneakers app, which never happens. Um, not a huge fan of the orange, to be honest, uh, but I do appreciate kind of the throwback to the original Air Max one. Um, but same as you, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of these triple collaborations. I think that it kind of devalues Sakai Nike, especially also the LD waffle um, as a, as a shoe or as a design when there's too many colorways. Um, But on the, on the flip side, you know, then the more colorways are, there are the more likely it is that, you know, somebody will find something that they like. Um, 
and it brings the prices down, which you, you know, you can argue on one side is bad for the branding, but on the other side, obviously the lower the prices are, the better it is for the consumer. Um, so yeah, in, in that respect, I think, uh, they're doing a cool thing, but personally, it ju- I'm just getting tired of seeing the same thing over and over with just different colors. Yeah, too many, too many Sakai waffles this year, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, the, the next pickup, so I got the Jordan One Low in the Starfish colorway. Uh, yeah, obviously, the, I'm not gonna say this is like a sneaker of the year or anything, but it's definitely one of my personal favorite pickups of the year. Uh, this was one of my favorite colorways. Period on a on a Jordan One. Uh, I, I don't have the high top version. I really like the low top version. I love the OG cut and uh, it's a really good quality as well. Very impressive quality in person. And I know it's a shoe that I'm going to wear a lot because I love the colorway and it's, it's a perfect fall colorway too. I like wearing orange in the fall. So yeah, definitely one of my favorite pickups so far this year. Uh, two other Yeezys to talk about. Uh, Yeezy 500 high in the mist stone colorway. I picked that one up. Uh, it's a very nice colorway and this silhouette, the 500 high I've mentioned before, I think it's probably the most underrated silhouette from Yeezy brand. None of the, none of those colorways have any resale value to speak of and they don't receive a lot of hype, but I think for the sneaker that you're getting, you're getting a really, really high quality sneaker with some really nice suede, really nice materials used. And it's a really good sneaker. I think also for the colder months, because it's very warm on feet. And this particular colorway, I think, is like the best colorway to drop so far on the 500 highs. It kind of gives me like a fear of God type of vibe with the with its color scheme. So definitely one that's worth picking up, I think. And uh, I also got the Yeezy 700, the one from this past weekend, the 700 in the wash orange colorway, which is probably the most similar colorway to drop so far to the original Wave Runners. It's mm-hmm. the upper is almost identical to the wave runners. It's just got like that orange midsole. Rest of it is pretty much the same. Uh, I don't think it's a must cop pair if you have the wave runners, but if you don't want to pay the super high resale prices for the wave runners, this is a pretty good alternative. Um, yeah, I- I've always loved the 700 highs. And a final pickup I just wanted to mention this is the uh, New Balance 550. Just a regular GR pair of 550s. I got the green colorway. And I actually really, really love this pair. It looks basically completely identical to the Emilion Dor version, which is just like a little bit more like vintage looking, I suppose. But colorway wise, color blocking wise, it's pretty much identical. And uh, I'm a big fan of it. And I think I, I like this colorway even more than... The ALD uh, pair that I have, I have like the ALD pair with the with the red ensign and the blue at the back, the navy at the back. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to end up selling that pair and keep this green pair for my personal. Um, but yeah, that's that's my last pickup. That's a very very uh, healthy haul there. Um, yeah. I have I have two more. So I've got the um, I was lucky enough to be blessed with the uh, social status Nike Dunk strawberry milk colorway. And, you know, I obviously have the chocolate milk colorway already. Yeah. So um, I I have both completed the set, which is pretty dope. I think, you know, one day I'm going to do the crazy and wear one pair on the, on the left and the other colorway on the right, just to, just to flex. 
you're going to do that? No, no, I don't think so. Maybe as a joke, (laughs) maybe as a joke, I'll do it. Like I'll go to some like event where like everyone's like super serious, like sneaker heads and everyone's like checking each other out. And then I'm just like, there wearing like two pairs of different shoes. Actually. Yeah. I'd like a sneaker event. It's okay to do that. I think. I like I would do it super ironically, regardless of where I do it. You know, you know, like I would never do it to seriously flex. I would do it to kind of make fun of myself and the culture a little bit, because most of the stuff I do or say, like 99 percent of it is not supposed to be taken super seriously, apart from the stuff that I say on the pod. Obviously, all of this stuff is very serious. <laughs> wait, um, wait, what? It's not serious. <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. Like my opinions, like I stand behind my opinions as well. Oh, OK. I like, got you. I got you. Most of the time I'm just fucking around and and this would be another uh, another instance of that. But actually, my um, my most surprising and I think favorite pickup of the three is um I got a pair of the Denim Tears Asics Gel MC Plus. Um, I interviewed Tremaine Emery about these um, and like the inspiration behind the design. And uh, Asics was, you know, was kind enough to send me a pair. And honestly, this is like, like, I don't know if you can see it, but like, it's this like really nice kind of like brownish orange red kind of clay colorway. And the midsole is kind of has this like pre vintage worn vibe to it. And in my opinion, just like the ultimate fall colorway. So I'm like gonna, I'm actually going to go out on Saturday with, with my girlfriend and we're going to go shopping a little bit and I'm going to buy like the perfect like outfit and pants to match just this shoe, because I'm, I'm, I have a feeling that I'm going to wear this a lot. This, uh, this upcoming fall winter for sure. Wait, Describe the fit because those are some pretty loud shoes. No, they're not that loud. Like if you see them, if you see them in person, they're like, they're quite uh, muted. So like, I would say it's more of like this like burnt orange colorway. Um, I could see them working well with brown and, you know, brown is a colorway that's or a color that's in at the moment in fashion. Um, but you could just as easily wear a pair of white pants with them, a pair of black pants. I don't know if olive would work with it, but I could see olive working as well a little bit. And I have a nice pair of olive pants. So um, I'm going to try and mix it up a little bit with this one. I generally, you know, I'm, I'm someone who kind of leans more towards dressing comfortable and, and, and a little slobby sometimes, but I want to, I want to step that up and, and start, you know, start dressing nice. Cause it's a, uh, it's layering season. You know what they say? It's definitely layering season for sure. Before, uh, before we move into, our uh, main topic i just wanted to give one shout out to a listener of the pod and that is paul schlichting i hope i said his name correctly paul schlichting i i I know i'm messing that i think it's i think it's schlichting schlichting okay yeah Yeah. of course we need we need the german guy to give us the correct pronunciation but yeah shout out to paul because paul has you you've become the official uh plug for the kickback pod let's say so i used paul's student discount to get my macbook first of all so so shout out to paul for giving me his student discount and also paul hooked you up with a pair of the uh joe fresh 990 v3s for retail because he heard it on the pod that you were looking for a pair paul paul's a paul's a stand-up guy man he's a real g yeah paul you you are the official plug of the kickback pod so just wanted to give you a shout out man before we before we forget yeah for sure nice one shout out paul yeah and and so moving on to the main topic so this topic just kind of came about because 
both you and me kind of noticed something on Instagram over the last couple of weeks. Uh, you mainly noticed it with uh, Jordan 1 mids. I noticed it with Air Max 1s. And uh, basically what we noticed is um, there seems to be some kind of agenda being pushed, on, at least on Instagram. Um, so a lot of these uh, pages that we normally go to to get our sneaker news or even find out what's cool with sneakers, and uh, we can even name some names. So for example, Hidden New York, uh, the very popular archive page, a nice kicks, also another page that has a lot of sneaker content. We've noticed they've been uh, uploading a lot of content that has to do with uh, Jordan one mids and also air max ones. And we kind of asked ourselves like, why is this happening? Because it's not like, I think either of those two silhouettes are like super popular or anything right now, at least I, it's not like I see, you know, like people who, let's say fell for the dunk hype, you know, and who are all wearing dunks now. I don't really see these people wearing Jordan one mids or even Air Max ones right now. So uh, I I don't see it in person. I don't see the hype for those, for those uh, models in person. And it's not like it's even reflected in resale prices either. Like, you know, the Air Max ones, for example, they tried to bring back one of the most iconic Air Max ones, the clot. Uh, They brought that back earlier this year. We look at those resale prices right now. Uh, most are most of the sizes are pretty much at retail, below retail, actually. So it's not like th- that was a big hit with the uh, let's say the hype beast at least. Um, so and even with the even with the patas that just released, um, you know, like before the drop, the resale prices were super high on those, and now after the drop, it's 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 not that high. Like we're looking at maybe around like. Um, in the, only the bigger sizes, we're seeing like, okay, 200% what the retail price is, but uh, the other sizes are really not going for all that much. So I was like, so we were kind of wondering like where, so what's with all this like content about Air Max ones, all of a sudden, what's with all this content about Jordan one mids all of a sudden on these different pages on Instagram. And we had to ask, is there some kind of agenda behind this? Are the brands like Nike in this case, are they somehow incentivizing these pages to promote this content? Are they are, are these pages in the pockets of Nike, um, so to speak? It at least from our point of view, at least from my point of view, at least it kind of seems like it. I have no proof behind this, but I can't think of any other reason why we're suddenly seeing all this other content. What do you think? So I. I do think that some of these pages get paid to post stuff, right? Not just by Nike, but other brands. And I think, you know, it's obvious. They have, they wield influence. They're basically a influencer without a face, right? Like the same as somebody who has 20, 30K followers on Instagram will get paid to post something or get seated something. Uh, Why wouldn't an archive page or a um, mood board, if you want to call them that, get paid to post something what i do think though is that they generally post stuff that is more on trend or like on brand sorry for them so like it would be weird if like let's say there was a mood board that only posted like solomon's and like trail running shoes like for example like very advanced right if they if they started posting nike mids nike air jordan mids or nike mx ones in amongst all of their trail running and hiking gear, it would be weird and feel out of place. And then it would be obvious. 
So I guess what I'm trying to say is that like, yes, I do believe, and again, I don't have any proof for this, but I do believe that some of these pages have paid content possibly. Um, but I think that their paid content is definitely more on brand and makes more sense than a lot of influencers branded content who will just post, you know, there's a lot of influencers out there who will post anything for money, uh, whether it fits their vibe or their feed or whatever. Um, and you know, like more power to them if, if that's how they want to make their money, then like, no, like I'm not judging them. I'm just saying that it sometimes is an awkward fit whilst on these archive brands. Like, I don't think it's that crazy of an awkward fit for them to be posting Air Max ones or, um, Air Jordan one mids, Air Jordan one mids, maybe a little bit more, but like Air Max ones, I feel like are very, very much a part of our sneaker culture. You know, it was the first sneaker with visible air back in 1987 designed by tinker hatfield had a golden era is huge in europe right um so i don't know if the air max one content is paid i would have to maybe disagree with you there a little bit um but i do think that there is that there can be agenda sometimes right and i think that archive pages and and those kinds of aggregators are part of it because that's what you see in your feed and they influence just as much as influencers do. You know what I mean? So, so what I'm trying to say is that like not all types of hype is like totally organic. Sometimes you need a little bit of a paid push or like strategic marketing, but really that's what hype is, right? Marketing and all marketing is done with a certain goal in mind, which is to make people who see that want something and buy it in the end. Right. Yeah, I, I totally get your point. And but but do you think that it is still on brand for these pages to be posting almost all of a sudden, you know, uh, posting content about Air Max ones or Jordan one mids? Like even in the case of, um, I, I know you, I totally agree with you. By the way, uh, that Air Max ones are very much ingrained in sneaker culture uh, and it's been around for a long time and I'm not in any way hating on that silhouette or even mids for that for that matter it's more so about the timing so like like hidden for example I don't really remember them posting anything about Air Max once like ever you know but like it's it's like all of a sudden they're posting a lot of Air Max one content and it's more about the timing. It's like what now they're suddenly kind of interested in that aspect of sneaker culture, you know, like where, like where did it suddenly just come from? So Uh, so I I think, I think, I guess it has to start somewhere. Right. But so a good example would be like, I think in early 2020, all of these pages were posting like cream and off-white colored shoes and like beige shoes. And that was like the, the thing, right? Like, People were looking for vintage looking shoes. Brands were releasing shoes that were new, but had like a vintage touch to them. Maybe the midsole was a little yellowed for the Air Air Force Ones, whatever. Um, And like that for me is pretty much the same thing. Like maybe they were also paid or maybe they were incentivized somehow to post that kind of stuff. Or maybe it really kind of happened organically and brands jumped on it. Um, I guess with the Air Max one, it's a little bit more obvious because the, the anniversary is coming up. You've got the big Pata collab. You've got the big uh, Travis Scott collab coming up as well. So I can see your point in that it might seem a little bit more fabricated than others. And, you know, possibly it is. I think 
like I was saying earlier, all hype, all marketing comes from somewhere. There's always an incentive to, to market something. There's always an end goal. And, uh, whether it's mids, whether it's cream colored shoes, whether it's Air Max ones, I think, yeah, of course there's always an ulterior motive in, in my opinion. I, I think with the, with the, uh, aged midsoles or the vintage looking shoes, I think that was organically created, um, you know, whether it be by the archive pages or just organically created by, you know, the demands of people in sneaker culture at the time. Uh, I think that was a case of the, the demand came first and then the brands caught up to it. Uh, whereas this time I feel like the, it's the other way around. The demand hasn't really been there for the Air Max ones or, or the mids right now, but the brands are pushing the pages to promote the stuff. So, so I think, I think the cycle has kind of changed this time around. Yeah, um, I can see what you mean. I would, I would argue a little bit that like the, the, how quickly brands jumped on that vintage vibe usually, and usually shoes take several months, if not years to develop. Right. Um, I don't know how it is. If you're just slapping a different colorway on a pair of air force ones, like maybe it, it goes really quick. Maybe you can see hidden posts, cream shoes and then you're like okay cool let's do a cream colored air, air force one and drop that within two three months of that maybe that's possible i don't know um the skeptic in me would say that maybe maybe it was more orga organic than the air air max ones now but not totally organic because i don't i don't think that i don't think any type of hype or excitement around something can be purely organic Ever. Yeah, I, I I completely agree with you. I think I think hype itself is it's basically like this almost like a relentless cycle, you know, of drops and collabs and and uh, you know whatever like uh, the latest designs, the latest the hottest designers and whatever ideas they come up with, and it, it's kind of just this desire to find the next viral moment. Uh, it's, it's, you know, the desire to have the coolest thing of that moment and, you know, say to everyone that, Hey, I have that thing. Um, and yeah, I think you're right. Like that to, to be told, what is the cool thing that has to be, I guess, told, uh, th that idea has to be, you know, kind of like that inception movie, you know, it needs to be kind of put into your head at some point, most likely by some form of marketing. Right. Yeah. Someone somewhere behind the scenes is manipulating you or us uh, into being hyped. And that doesn't mean, you know, that doesn't mean that your hype or excitement for something isn't genuine, right. Or that you can't be hyped for something. That's not what we're trying to say or what I'm trying to say. Um, because, you know, you could like something for a very genuine reason, you know, you like, Air Max ones, for example, you've always liked Air Max ones, but why have you always liked Air Max ones? Because maybe back when you were a kid, you saw a celebrity wearing them or an athlete, or, um, you saw the marketing campaign or something somewhere made you like it. And that's totally fine. But I think we have to be in the clear that it always stems from some sort of marketing or, psychological manipulation or whatever and and hype is fine in within reason um there's also bad hype or crazy hype which we can talk about later um but yeah i feel like 
there's always a specific reason why you're hyped or excited about a certain project or product or whatever. Yeah, but I think we also need to kind of make the distinction between a sneakerhead and a and a hype beast. Um, so I think I think a hype beast hype beasts are the people who I think fall for this type of uh, marketing and who are constantly I feel chasing that moment, chasing the next coolest thing. Um, I, I like I know people personally, you know, who buy a pair of shoes just to post like two pictures of it on the gram and then never wear it again. And they'll spend like 500 euros or whatever for that shoe, just for that sole purpose. Um, so yeah, there's, there's, there's hype beasts. And I, I, I think like for these hype beasts, yeah, like a, a prolonged uh, marketing campaign of Air Max ones, they'll eventually, it'll eventually, you know, make them feel like, yeah, Air Max ones are going to be the next cool thing. I need to get myself some Air Max ones. Meanwhile, like the sneakerhead. So the people who have been loving Air Max ones this whole time, and there's a big community of that, especially in Europe. Um, they probably absolutely hate the fact right now that Nike is trying to hype up the Air Max ones because now they're uh, this whole time Air Max ones has been fairly easy to cop on all these different websites. Now they are going to be competing with the bots, with all these teenagers out of their parents' bedrooms, you know, trying to cop these latest sneakers just to resell or just to whatever wear for a couple of pictures and flex on the gram. Now these sneaker heads, the ones that the ones that have been collecting these for a while, they they probably hate this. They hate that the Air Max ones are likely to be the next big hyped sneaker. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I, so, sorry. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. No. So 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 I, I was just gonna say I, I feel like um, hype is something that a certain type of person is gonna always fall for and gonna always want to chase. But there are. I think a very strong, there is, sorry, a very strong community of sneaker heads who um, they like what they like. It could be some obscure models and it could have no resale value to speak of, but um, they love it. They love that shoe and uh, they love that shoe, whether it's hyped or whether it's not hyped. Um, yeah. I think it's, it's an important distinction, right? Like I, I think hype can be good in a way and it can be bad in a way. Right. And you have to ask yourself both a hype beast and a normal sneakerhead, as you put it, want a shoe because of marketing somewhere. Right. Um, but then you have to ask yourself, what are your kind of motives for wanting this shoe? Are you, like you said, if you're just buying it to create this fake story of yourself on Instagram and say like, Oh, I've got a million shoes and I can cop whatever shoe I want. Is that really the best motive to get a pair of shoes? Whereas like, like the example you used where people, um, who like Air Max Ones, they somewhere, you know, were marketed to and fell in love with the Air Max One and, and now they want to have Air Max Ones and that's totally cool. And, and, and I would say that that's like a good type of hype. Um, and I, I think like a certain degree of manipulation and hype creation is okay on the brand side too, or like the retailer boutique creative side as well. Because if you create a cool product, right, with cool colorways or cool design, you obviously want to make sure people see it, right? And you want to make sure people appreciate it. So like if I were to design a sneaker or if I had a sneaker collaboration, I want my sneaker to appeal to as many people as possible that are like-minded with me, right? I want people to like it. I want people who understand what the project is about to buy it. Um, 
So what do you do to, to achieve that, right? You shoot a cool lookbook, you give people who you think are cool and get your brand or get you and your mindset, you give them the product and that all serves a purpose, right? To convince people to buy your product ultimately, which I think totally fair, right? That's, that's sales. That's Yeah. I mean, that that's what marketing is. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. So like, I think using that to create a certain level of hype is, is okay. But like when you're, when you're creating hype just for hype's sake, such as the fragment Travis Scott Air Jordan ones, right. Or all these three-way collaborations or on the consumer side, if you're hyped about something literally only because you know, it's going to give you some sort of status or because you know, it's going to resell for a lot of money, then I would say those are like the wrong motivations for hype. Um, so yeah, I think you need it. Like we need to split it down the middle and be like, okay, there's good hype. There's bad hype. Um, and, and like, w- I guess, what are the differences, which, which, you know, we've, we've both covered right now. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think, I think we, we, uh, we brought up this topic, I think mainly because it seems like the corporations have kind of caught on to the outlets that people used to think were, you know, quite authentic that were basically the definition of cool. I would say myself, like last year, I was definitely influenced to buy sneakers because I saw I posted on Hidden and I thought, oh, wow, that's cool. That looks cool. And But now it seems like, yeah, the corporations have eventually caught on. Um, yeah, I mean, like what influences a person to buy something anyways? It's always going to be someone, either someone you trust or someone who you look up to. If you see that person, you know, rocking a certain um, shoe or different clothes, like you're going to want to wear that. You're going to want to buy that. And I guess like these archive pages, um, at least when they first started out, they were like that for a lot of people, you know, like they, it was like these pages made us feel uh, like a lot of nostalgia for things that were cool in the nineties and the two thousands. And then we saw them, you know, posting these old cool silhouettes of dunks, these old vintage dunks that people forgot about. And we wanted to buy dunks. It just felt, it felt like very organic. And now it seems like it's kind of being forced to us. Um, yeah. So, that, so that's, that's like the major difference I've noticed. I think, I think, yeah, I think to that point as well, like, so let's say you you're hidden or you're jowned or whoever, right? Like one of those mood boards, um, you've, you know, you've put a lot of work into your feed, into your curation, into your imagery, whatever. And who's to say like, and I'm not saying you're saying this, right. But like, who's to say you're not allowed to make money off of that if that's the case, right? Like as long as for me, as long as it's on brand. So that's why I was saying like, if, you know, hidden was a, an archive page that only posted cream sneakers. Right. And then suddenly it's like, Oh yeah, check out these orange, puma shoes you know right it would be like all right like come on man like seriously um but if if it does it in a way that's organic and i think this extends to all media right it extends to brands and publications such as hypebeast gq high snobiety vogue any influencer i think that there needs to be a certain level of of respect to your followers and consumers and readers uh, and don't just shove anything down their throat because you're getting paid for it, right? Like you have built a platform, have built an authority for yourself. So only really sell something that you kind of believe in or that or that you think that your consumers would like, you know what I mean? Um, 
and again, by saying this, I'm not saying that anyone's doing the opposite of that or not doing that. Um, I just think that that's an important thing to note, at least for me personally, you know? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. They have every right in the world that, to profit off of the brand that they've built. Uh, and I, I think, yeah, uh, Hidden especially, I think, you know, I think they've done an amazing job. Even they've even put out that the clothing uh, that they have, the merch, which, mm-hmm. I, which I think looks really great. Uh, and yeah, they have a Salomon collaboration as well coming up. Yeah, no, they, they have, I, I think they're, yeah, one of the coolest brands out there. And I think they have every right to, if they're, if Nike is like, here's a million dollars, post four pictures of Air Maxes. Yeah, I mean, I would probably do it too, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, like every right to them. I guess like consumers, I believe consumers are smart enough nowadays to, uh, especially younger consumers, I feel nowadays are just very smart about what seems like authentic marketing and what seems like um very forced you know um so so i I think consumers will make up their mind about whether or not they really want to wear mids and or really want to wear air max ones so i I don't think uh yeah i guess like we we were just talking about this because yeah it, it seems like the brands have finally caught on to these cool instagram pages um but yeah i guess uh that pretty much wraps up uh, wraps actually up I, that do, topic. Oh, you have I do want to, I know I just do want to end this on like, so it, right. You, you mentioned the Air Max ones and the mids a little bit, but so this is a question to the listeners, right? Like, am I going crazy or are people going crazy? But I've noticed that a lot, a lot of Instagram accounts, archive pages, whatever are covering mids a lot. And also StockX data shows that the popularity of mids on their platform has risen not just in Europe, but in the last year, also in the US. It's actually risen 100%, I think, in the US since last year, um, which you know, could be one, one factor. could be that there's a lot more female users on the platform and mids are usually marketed more towards women than they are to men. But in the past, we've had the sneakers and stuff collaboration, right? Which was the Air Jordan 1 mid. You've had the, um, the City Pack with the Milan colorway, which was pretty dope. And I believe that was also women's, but like they made it in a full size run Um, is like, I just want to know from you guys, like, is there a mid agenda? Like, because I've seen this in comments as well, where people are like, yo, stop, stop pushing the mid agenda on us. Or like, we've had enough of the mid agenda. And uh, yeah, I just want to know if you guys have, have, have like witnessed that as well and, and noticed it because I definitely have. And, you know, I'm, I'm not mad at it because I don't think the, like, why is the mid worse than the lower, the high, you know what I mean? Um, it's that the reason is just marketing, right? It was never really given cool colorways or whatever. And so people associate the mid with shitty colorways. Um, but yeah, let, 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 let me know, or let us know what you think, because I'd be interested to know if anyone else has noticed this. I also want to end that off by saying, the mid is in fact more trash than the high and the low. <laughs> <laughs> but why, 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 why is it? Cause it looks trash, man. Like there's nothing else left to say. It, it looks trash. All right. Look, yeah. But it on, looks man. trash because you've never like, because it hasn't been like pushed into you, uh, into your mind over the last, like, I don't know, 10, 15, 20, 30 years. But you know, the apparently, and I don't know how true this is, but I've read this everywhere and I've written it as well. <laughs> Um, apparently Michael Jordan actually played in mids 
Sure. Okay. Listen, man. Everyone loves to bring up that point. Right. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Anytime you mention anything negative about the mids, oh my god. The the commenters <laughs> they go straight to that Michael Jordan image. Hey, look, he used to wear mids. Yeah, I know, man. But there's a reason people haven't been wearing mids for the last twenty years. It just, I think, it just doesn't look as good as the high and the low. Like, if you give me. Even if I, I don't know, I, maybe it's so difficult to say something like this, but I feel like if I knew nothing about Jordans and I saw like a high, a mid, and a low, I would think the mid looked the worst. <laughs> nah, I disagree. I disagree because <laughs> I think I honestly think that it's because they just fucked up the colorways and the distribution on the mids, and it just never made it into the mainstream in that way. I I I guarantee you, if they had pushed the mids as much as they've pushed the lows and the highs over the last 35 years or whatever it is, 37 years, um, the, the mids would be considered just as good as the others. Maybe even the best because some people don't like lows, some people don't like highs. And then so it's like, what do you get? You get the mids, you know, but we'll never know. Of course. I think, I think there's a lot of like marketing and just like history in play there. Um, I, I, I don't we'll think that if know. you, we will we we will never know, but I like objectively. If you look at like why why is a mid worse than a high? You know, like I would argue a high is worse than a mid, but that's just me. Oh, wow! Oh my! <laughs> no, God. not 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 the not the Air Jordan <laughs> One. I just mean in terms of height for sneakers. Oh, so like okay, 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 okay. Right, okay, right. All right. I, I was <laughs> let like, me just, dude, we're about just to clarify. lose our entire fan base, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I didn't mean like the, the Air Jordan one specifically. I meant like in terms of if you look at height of shoes, personally, I would rather wear a mid-height shoe than a high-top shoe. Yeah, okay. No, that, okay. Uh, that's, that's well said. I kind of even agree with you there. Boom. Um, so the okay. mid-agenda is real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So... We got to move on to uh, the upcoming sneakers because in the next two weeks, guys, oh my God, man, you guys better have your credit cards ready, your bank accounts ready because there's a lot of heat dropping, man, a lot. So let's start off Halloween around the corner. We have on the 25th, uh, actually on the 28th, my bad, the 28th on the sneakers app, we will be seeing the mummy dunks, Halloween mummy dunks. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen pictures of these. Uh, I'm not a huge Halloween person uh, in general, to be honest, and I'm not a big Halloween shoe guy, but these look fire. I'm very, very much a big fan of this shoe. Uh, I love the whole concept. I love the eyes at the back of the shoe, the glow in the dark sole. Such a cool shoe. This is like the definition of a cool dunk. You know, like we've been getting so played out with dunks this year. This to me is like, damn, that is a really, really cool shoe. And uh, even PJ Tucker, the sneaker connoisseur that he is, he declared these mummy dunks as like his dunk of the year. And I think like, yeah, I think it's it's got to be up there. We, we, we got to obviously spend some time discussing that, but it's, it's a definitely one of the best dunks. So that's going to be dropping on the 28th at Skate Shops as well as the sneakers app. Uh, then uh, another dunk to speak of the Strawberry Cough dunk so the the this was supposed to be a myth uh, supposed to be a legend because we've been hearing about this for like a year and a half the nike sb instagram page just posted right before we uh filmed this episode of the pod that it will be dropping on the sneakers app on 
the 26th of October. So that is two days before the mummy dunk. We will be getting finally the strawberry cough dunks. Uh, yeah, once known to be a mythical dunk, now it's coming, coming, it's going to be released to the public on the 26th. So pretty hyped for that as well. And then, yeah, oh, of course, uh, from Yeezys, uh, we have on the 29th, the Vermilion or the new Red Octobers, the, the, foam, the foams that uh, Fabian said he's going to take with him on vacation and, and, yeah. pick, and, wear, and take a fit pick, which uh, the streets are absolutely dying to see, <laughs> including myself. So I'm actually going to enter the raffles in your size, man. I'm going to wear just like fit an pick. all red fit, like, like a red tank top red bright red swimming shorts or maybe even a speedo and then the red foam tobers new tinder profile pic <laughs> is ready to go <laughs> so. sorry sorry ladies I'm, I'm not single but you know if i was then maybe yeah so th- those coming out on the on the 29th and then we have a lot of new balance heat dropping in the next two weeks the stone island uh, RC Elite New Balance. Uh, it actually already released exclusively at Stone Island, but we will be seeing a wider release. A lot of retailers getting it. And also the New Balance website will be releasing this. I don't know the exact date, but it will be in the next two weeks because I've already started to see a lot of stores put up raffles for the shoe. So yeah, expect that soon. I'm pretty hyped for that. Um, then we will be seeing in two days time on the October 21st, uh, we will be seeing the Zhoun New Balance 990 V4 officially released on the New Balance website. Very limited quantities, and it's going to be very difficult to get this pair. Uh, yeah, I, I'm hyped to just see this in person. Personally, not a big fan of the shoe. It's very, very plain, in my opinion, uh, for a hyped collab. And I don't personally think the resale prices on this are justified because... There's way better black New Balances if you want to cop a pair, in my opinion. You can just cop the protection pack, the black pair. I feel it just looks much nicer than this Jown pair. That's true. Uh, and then also there is finally the Salehi Bembry 574 Yurt, I believe they're called. Uh, these pairs, the special feature about them, they have a whistle at the back of the shoe. Uh, definitely perfect for all you referees out there uh you could rock these while refereeing i don't know man i I don't know why you would ever need a whistle on your shoe really i don't know if you're if you're hiking and like you need to like i don't know there's an emergency you need to attract attention boom you got a whistle on your shoe yeah if you're hiking and you do that dude you're dead the bears are going to come after you they're going to know exactly (laughs) where you are it's over. No, but it's over for you. Isn't there isn't there such thing as like a bear whistle where if you whistle, then the, the bears run away or something? Or is that bear spray? That's bear spray, right? <laughs> oh, dude, I have no idea. <laughs> Any bear experts and uh, listening to the pod, let us know. But yeah, I, I personally wouldn't blow that whistle if I was in the wilderness somewhere, man. It's just going to attract too much attention. What if like the pygmies find me? <laughs> yeah, I think... I think it's it's an interesting shoe because I like the I don't like the original and I like the what he's done to change it but uh and I mean the whistle I think is just like a fun little little perk but uh in terms of wearability and would I actually buy it and wear it probably not yeah I, me neither I'm not a big fan of the way it looks but yeah that will be releasing, I believe, also on no on the twenty second of of uh, so that's of Friday, right? That's Friday, yeah. It should be releasing on Friday. 
at at retailers as well as New Balance. Yeah, that's it from my side. You got any more releases? I have the um, the Pierre Moss Reebok Experiment Four uh, Emergency uh, is dropping on October twenty third. Super, super, super sick colorway. It's like this gray orange uh, um, color combination. Super, super nice. Um, then October thirtieth is the Pine Green Nike Air Jordan Three, which I thought was quite nice. Um, then also October twenty third, Soulbox Adidas EQT Proto which is uh, a dope new Adidas shoe that's never been released before. It was actually um, called the EQT Racer because it was kind of inspired by racing and uh, it never released. It was just kept in the archives and Soulbox has now picked that to be its collaboration to open its Barcelona store with. Um, It's got like this nice translucent, transparent upper um, and it's inspired by like Grand Prix racing suits. So it's like this cream off-white color, super, super nice, very vintage looking. Um, and then on October 21st, we have the uh, Jeremy Scott Money Wings Forum Low. Um, I actually have the high top pair. Um, the low top pair Wait, is probably- you do? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Wait, man, how come I've never seen you wearing this? <laughs> they're 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 uh they're locked away for a special occasion no i i need to i need to figure out like how to actually wear them and i was gonna say like the high top i have a love-hate relationship with the high tops i would say that the low is probably more wearable considering that there's literally money print all over it and wings on it um but i'm gonna try and rock the highs at some point so the the lows drop october 21st the highest dropped i think last month or something like that and that's pretty much it for my end Damn, that is so that's a lot of shoes in the next two weeks. End of October looking strong. Typically, end of year is when we see a lot of sneaker releases dropping. Q4, all the brands want to get out their best sneakers for Mm -hmm. around that Christmas holiday, Black Friday season. Oh, damn, Black Friday is in like a couple of weeks. I think by the next pod, it should be Black Friday. I'm not exactly sure. No, no, no. Black Friday will be in two more pods from now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's, you know, there's going to be so much heat dropping around that time too. So definitely mm-hmm. hyped for that. Uh, but yeah, I just want to say thank you. Shout out to all you listeners out there, man. Thank you guys for listening to the pod. And of course, share it with your friend. If you, if you know somebody who's into sneakers, appreciate it. And yeah, we will, uh, we will see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. See you guys.